Welcome to the Nice Hair Podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Haley. We are two girls committed to being nice, to hair and business, and to keeping it real. <laughs> I was trying to get there. Uh, remember how I can't clap on beat? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't have do a beat. Do you have are nightmares we about it? <laughs> I can't do certain uh, workouts without like seeing myself which they don't have mirrors down here so I'm really yeah, they like don't have mirrors Ooh, sometimes it, are there no mirrors down there for a reason I like it like that I really like to stare at myself while I work out no so. I like not having mirrors it's a barbell club they don't have a lot of bodybuilders oh I figured it. it was like probably for a reason gotcha welcome to episode 14 hey fam we're gonna be talking about the difference between uh what hand tied hair is what using the hand tied label means, and then um, kind of clarifying what natural beaded rose is as opposed to uh, like beaded weft installations. Yeah, we it's basic- really confusing, guys, and we we feel you. Yeah, we really do. Because honestly, sometimes it's confusing for us. Yep. So where do you want to start? I think we should start. I think we need to address hand tied. Okay. First, because people are advertising, and there's nothing wrong with this, extensions as hand-tied extensions. So somebody would be like, do you do hand-tied extensions? So hand-tied is not a method. We'll no. We'll clarify that first. At all. Um, you, when somebody's referring to hand-tied, they're actually referring to how the extension hair wefts are made. There are machine-tied wefts, which are thick and bulky. Um, but they also do serve their own purpose. Hand-tied wefts are just that. Somebody literally goes in and ties individual hairs onto a piece of string. Yeah. And, and by weft, we mean a weft is a piece of hair. So anytime yeah. we say weft. They're like probably a foot long. Yep. If, it's, it's just like if you were to hold, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm holding up a and pencil. And if you're not watching us on YouTube, watch you us should. On YouTube. I'm holding up a pencil. So this would be the top of of the piece of hair and then the hair would fall down this way and there would be a a string on each end but the hair can be anywhere from like you know that long to sometimes the wefts are are the hand tied wefts are usually about a foot long yeah so and hand tied wefts of hair are very specific like type of hair that a lot of stylists use that as a buzzword but it's actually just a type of hair that only a handful of companies actually produce right and it actually has nothing to do with how the extensions are attached to your head um, which is where a lot of confusion kind of comes from for clients so the reason hand tied it's just almost like a trigger word it's like super trendy on instagram and facebook um So people like recognize what it is when they're like, oh, I do hand tied extensions. People think that that's referring to the actual method, such as MBR is the method. MBR is how a bead and a string are attached to your hair. The hand tied wefts are what is sewn to that bead and string creating MBR. We know that's a lot too, because it's, it's confusing. It really is confusing. So just be aware as a consumer, even as a stylist who may not be completely clear about this because it's freaking confusing, that hand-tied is a buzzword and it doesn't mean anything except for the way the hair 
is actually made. Made. Amen. So, so there's like, like I said, there's only a handful of like, I would say reputable, reputable companies that actually sell hand tied hair. Um, but a lot of stylists and companies advertise that as like a hashtag. Yes. So the method that Haley and I happen to be certified in, the actual method or placement of extensions is called natural beaded rows. And that just means that Haley and I are certified in a method that uses a bead and a string to create a horseshoe shape on your hair. Track. A horseshoe shape track. Yep. Um, that we then attach or sew the hand-tied wefts of hair onto your head. Yes. So there's like multiple layers of this. There's the actual method that the stylist is trained Uses. to do. And then there's, on the other hand, the hair that the stylist is trained to use or uses. And those can like intersect and crisscross. Like literally you can be trained in natural beauty rows and you can order another company's um, machine tied hair yeah. and use it if you'd want to. Like Hannah, honestly, both I, Hannah and I, we could probably, our hair is really thick naturally. Well, Hannah just has like curly. My hair craze. Yeah. Um, our hair could probably support machine tied hair. Oh, I put machine tied wefts on yeah. my hair. But for the average natural beaded row client, their hair is thin and fine. I would never use that. Yeah. Yeah. Like one weft would just be so heavy, so bulky. The hand tied wefts are, they're really thin. They're lightweight. You can stack them and layer them. They don't, they're not bulky. So they're perfect for people with thin, fine hair. And you can customize color wise a lot more too. Like if you, um, I know that a company that Haley and I order from has a really nice variety of custom colors, but sometimes like I'll stack three or four different colors just in the way that they come. And it's really pretty. We also like custom color all the wefts of hair. So like whether we tone it or we purple shampoo it or we add highlights or lowlights or whatever, that's all something that the professional is going to like know how to do. Um, so that's, that is what hand tied is actually referring we're to. We're trying to really wrinkle out some of the confusion. We're not trying to confuse you guys any more than possible. Yeah. So if, if that doesn't make sense, like let us know, cause we'll try to seriously like break it down even a little bit better for you. Um, what's nice about the YouTube channel too, is we can link, like I have no problem linking, um, putting links to even just like pictures of like hand, what hand tied hair is, whether yeah. we just like, you know, find a picture or whatever. But um, yeah, just know we're not trying to confuse you. We also, I will say this, are slightly biased and think that the method that we do is the best because we've both had experience. Like, And not only have we had experience, we've had extensive training with MBR. Like a mind numbing amount. Yeah. So We've put a lot of work into what we're doing, but this is also what I want to say about whatever method as a stylist or a client that you decide to go with. Um, no matter what, you're not going to be good at it unless you're putting in a lot of time and work. And that is the one thing that our MBR training forced us to do, not in like a bad way and like the best way ever. We had to practice. We had like multiple weeks of pre-training before we even went out to our initial in-person training in California to learn MBR. And then I personally practiced for three months before I even took any clients because I wanted to make sure that 
Nothing was going to fall out. Nothing was going to be crazy and weird for my clients. And a lot of times I think now with the hand tied extensions being so trendy, um, people can call it whatever they want. Yeah. (laughs) Stylists are either going through their training and then they're not putting in a lot of the hours that are required. And so their clients are having a lot of issues. I would say now 90% of my new clients are coming from another stylist, some with some doing MBR and a lot of them doing other hand tied methods, which means nothing that they're having trouble with. So no matter what method you're using, whatever that looks like for you, do the work. This is like, this is what I want to say about that. Like, because I'm sure there are other great ways to put a beaded row extension in somebody's head. I'm but not. If, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> but like, you're never going to be good at it if you're not putting the time and work into it. And if you're not perfecting your craft. So a couple of things to look out for from, I didn't mean to catch you off. No, you're fine. From a done. Um, client point of view, if you're a client, a potential client or a current client, I would just say, uh, here's some things to look for if you're looking for a good stylist. Look for a stylist that has, I'd say, at least a year experience doing extensions. Um, that doesn't mean that there aren't great Unless stylists. you're willing to go through their growing pains with them. Yeah, that's true. And that's where you can you're look at find them at a price, lower price point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That was my next thing. Look at your price point. You're going to get what you pay for. Stylists like Haley and I don't charge what we charge because we suck. We charge what we charge because it because that's what our time and our knowledge is worth. I put a worth. lot of blood, sweat, and tears into actual blood, sweat, and tears into being good at MBR. And we stand behind our work, and we um, are consistent, and we have lots of happy clients. So um, you get what you pay for. So if you if you want extensions that bad, but you can't afford really great work, no you're not going to get really great work. Just keep that in mind, especially if you have fragile or damaged hair. You get what you pay for. Also, I think if you were really serious about uh, looking for a stylist who does great work, look for a stylist who only does extensions. If a stylist does men's cuts and kids' cuts and um, half half baby lights and, you know, like if... If a stylist offers everything, how good can they be at one thing? Especially something really, really hard and that requires intense focus, practice, time, money investment, like extensions. We've just put, like, we've dedicated our careers to being great at extensions. And so we've just put a lot of time, time and effort again, like... Like Haley and I've gotten the reps in. And so, and that's not to poo poo on, on people who do have two extension clients. They, you can do a great job. I think if you're looking for top of the line, someone, you know, who's, or if you've had bad experience with right. extensions in the past, like it might be time to look for somebody that look for only somebody, does extensions. Yeah, look for somebody that that's all they do. And you're also going to get like a, um, just a more comprehensive, a better experience. Cause like, because this is all Haley and I do, we're probably a little bit quicker than some people, especially cause we have assistants, you know, like 
people who aren't full-time at, ex- at extensions may not have the luxury of having an assistant or having their timing down a little bit different. So instead of, you know, um, move up and color appointment being three to four hours and move up and color appointment could be six to eight hours, you know, like you could spend the whole day in a salon for just a move up. So, and I mean, I know three hours is still a lot to spend in the salon, but I, I think it's 2000 freaking 19, 2020. If you're not spending three hours in the salon every eight weeks, I, it, honestly, it usually takes me three hours to do color. No, that's why, that's why, that's why I was saying if you're yeah. not spending three hours in the salon, you're probably really not even getting highlights or anything, yeah. you know, like you're just, yeah, my color takes way longer than my extensions, my extensions way yeah. longer. I agree. So there's just not many corners you can cut there. But if you have somebody who does extensions full time, they have more rep reps in and they're just going to be naturally faster. It's, it is hard though, when you are a client, um, to know and to be sure that you're you are getting what you're necessarily paying for because we've heard of stylists who have never been to any type of training and they're watching YouTube or um, whatever that is and some of them advertise as MBR which sucks like it sucks not only for the stylists who have put in a lot of time and effort um, it sucks for the client because we have heard of a lot of people getting screwed over um, by their stylists and just not being happy with with what they've invested in. Um, and I will say too, even it's so important as a client, you have to do your research because mm-hmm. there is somebody out there for you. Um, that's what I was going to say to re- Yeah. Just look, keep looking, keep shopping around. It's a, it's not a cheap thing to do. Even like for, if a stylist is, isn't charging like a ton of money, it's still not cheap. Just the hair itself is so expensive so, so expensive. you're gonna be spending a lot of money no matter what like you have to put the work in as the client to make sure that you're not getting screwed over and like, like sit how- back and think about it this is real human if you're at, with a good stylist this is a this is hair that another human grew off their head then got sold to a company that company then placed it in a form that Haley and I can use to put on your head so that you can have really pretty extra bougie ass hair. Like there's a lot of moving parts in this. It's a bit, it's an experience and it's like a big deal. It's not, not everybody can have it. So, but okay. What would, what advice would you give for somebody searching for a stylist? Sorry, that was kind of aggressive of me. I guess everybody can have it, but I don't know. What advice would I give for a client who is searching for a stylist? Yeah, like, like, how do they know if they're, like, legit? I would look for a stylist that has some sort of consultation with you. So if you reach out to a stylist and they reach back out to you and they want to either have a phone or in-person consultation, that's a good indication. Because they're taking the time, whether it's on the phone or in person, to just if you even if it's a five or ten minute chat just to chat with you no I'm I'm talking like yeah like even before that when you're just like first thinking you're like okay previous work I need I need like a portfolio I need work history I need like proof in the pudding Mm -hmm. so look Instagram look Facebook look um 
I look for Google their name. Like Haley and I both have websites that are just pretty much our name. Yeah. You know, like um, look for if there's reviews about them, if there is. Uh, a, don't look up reviews for me. I have a bad one. I don't have any. Like, I don't even think I have platforms that. I mean, this podcast, maybe. <laughs> but like Instagram, you don't really have reviews. Yeah. Um, I, I just I like, don't know. I'm what thinking, do you think? I, that's I don't know. Um, I, I think just look for can, good work. And if you can get a referral, like a yeah, personal referral, be the best. honestly, I think is going to be like your best. Or move. here's a good one. Or if you follow somebody on yeah, social that's media what I was say. that you feel like you love them and you know, like they have extensions or something like ask them. And if it's somebody that ha- is like Insta famous and they're maybe not going to like b- take the time to DM you, stalk them, first of all. <laughs> Um, but check their highlights on like their Instagram page. If like those little buttons, if you actually go to their feed, a lot of times they'll have like a hair page, but. Okay. Here's a perfect example. Yeah. There's a, uh, Brianna Butts who's in Temecula, California. She had a client or she, she had a client who she met once. She did an install in this client ended up moving to Ohio, um, air for air force reasons. Ohio is a big like area for Air Force, where we are. Um, And this client just asked her, she was like, you're a great stylist. You do this method. Who would you prefer? So if, if you can find us a local stylist or even for the love of Christ, any stylist on Instagram that is certified, has great work and the method that you are looking for, ask them. Here's, can we talk about certifications for a second? (sighs) I wish you would. (laughs) This is what's hard. A mother trucker would. This is what is hard about certifications. And you as a client might not necessarily be aware of this. And I'm just going to tell you. Go on, girl, tell them. A lot of times certifications are bullshit. Um, that just means. You know, when they hold up the, the piece of paper and they're smiling next to the person. Yes. That, be, beware. That, that could be a six hour class that they went to one time. They I'm, did six hours and then. Like, say, what's today? Wednesday. So say you, I went to a class today being Wednesday. Tomorrow, I'm telling Sue, hey, I went to this class yesterday where I learned extensions. I'm certified in it. And you're not lying. You're not, because you have that paper that says you're certified. Um, hey, will you let me practice? Like, will you let me do your these extensions on your hair? And she's going to be like, yeah, she's certified. You guys... The certification means nothing when you've been certified for 12 hours. Okay. You've done nothing to like become good at what you're doing again. Like that's what I'm saying. Like you have to take time and, and as a client, you need to figure out how much time and effort like your stylist has put in. If you, if you can't like find a referral or if you can't send them a message like, Hey, can I get a little bit more information? I'm super nervous about this. Or if like, if you're super happy with their, like what you're seeing, cool, go for it. But I just, I look, hate look for like behind the scenes, like yes. pictures too. Like yes, it, agree. I think good stylists, um, aren't afraid to show like a picture of what a grow out looks like, or maybe right. a picture of how you and your, or, you know, a video of how you and your assistant work well together. If you feel like you're looking at a stylist that isn't trying to hide anything, yeah, I think you're in good hands. It just like breaks my heart for the clients that have had a previous bad experience. Um, 
But you guys do need to know. I hate the certification, honestly, 90% of the time means nothing. It's more about the time and effort put in. Yeah, look look how invested, and that's why I say look first to us that somebody that, if you that know somebody is like that. specializing in something, chances are they've been doing it a long time. They're good at it. Like they've dedicated their craft and their career. Look to at the that. methods they're claiming to be certified into. Yeah. Haley and I have spent and like yeah, natural beaded rose is like a very well established brand. They've been around for a minute and you know what I mean? So connect it's like, the dots. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you guys have to do your research. We don't mean to sound frustrated about this. However, it's frustrating. Like, I mean, it sucks. Like I, it makes my heart hurt when somebody's like, I had a bad experience with NBR. I'm like, did you? Cause I spent $10,000 training with NBR (laughs) in three days and my clients have great experiences. So, (laughs) you know, like what, you know, like, and it's almost like we can't stop people from saying they're NBR certified, but like, but also it's and like we can't expect can't stop them yeah. from saying that either. Yeah, but we can't expect clients to like know the difference if we don't speak our truths and speak honestly about it too. You know, like yeah. there's a huge difference too between Haley and I's MBR training and someone who got certified. I'm not throwing shade here. I'm just saying there's a huge difference between when Haley and I got certified in 2017 in a small classroom setting with 12 people than someone who got certified in whenever in a 350 or 250 group um, setting with like two instructors. So, so just like look for past work experience, like you would be hiring anyone else. Yeah. Like you hire a roofer or a plumber or whoever, like look for proof in good work. And, And then if you can find someone like Haley said, I think referral is honestly the best. That's how I get a lot of yeah, my... If you can find a personal referral, you guys, that is the move. Um, and whether, reach. Even if it's not like your friend hasn't had extensions, but if it's like, oh, my, a friend of a friend, or I, I know so-and-so, and like, this work is great. Like, it's so important. I didn't mean for this to turn into like a ragey episode. Me but sometimes either. you just got to say, you just got to say it. I just... I we couldn't not so, talk about it. I get so upset. I... If because I can count the count consultation calls I've been on where people are like, we get upset because we care. Yeah. I've been wearing it this method and it's just, it sucks. It really sucks. I hate when people feel like they've gotten taken advantage of. Yeah, me too. And like when they feel like they can't approach the stylist that they originally worked with, like that sucks. Because nobody wants a stylist standing up for shitty ass work getting in your way. And that's what it is. When a stylist comes to you or when a client comes to you that's had previous crappy work and the stylist is bold-faced lying to them I don't know what's wrong the hair seems fine I have you know I use a good hair supplier like yeah like it's not tangly I don't know why the beads are whatever you know it's like that then prohibits you from having it makes it makes you and the client's experience on a lower level of trust than where it should have been when you started because you're like you have you have to use that turtle voice from Nemo where you're like yo dude Sorry, man. I I know that like you had a crappy experience before, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It, it so it's, it kind of puts us in a, but I also think that at some point too, um, just like any other thing that's like trending or like a fad, like people will find something else to transition totally. into. And Haley and I will still be like 
just straight chilling, slang and weave. <laughs> like, and that's, I mean, that's something that's reassuring to us too, is it's like, things are always changing. There's always going to be something like different or new for people to move on to. <laughs> Dude, I really don't know what's better than having badass hair. Like that's super long and awesome. But I think that people will transition out of it. And I think it, it's becoming saturated too. And stylists are just going to like not want to get certified. And Well, because what happens for a stylist, like you, when you start doing, well, I'm going to, I'm using NBR because that's what I did, but this applies to any extension method, especially specifically like a hand tied. I hate saying that. Cause it's like, yeah. whatever, but you suck in the beginning. You we, we really, suck, yeah. really suck. This is what's cool. Cause like Hannah is literally the only person that has ever done my NBR. I've never had a single other person do my hair. So I've, and been, I sucked. She sucked. I have been with her through like the growing pains. So I've always told people like, cause you need your extensions maintenance or moved up every six to eight weeks. When I first started getting them, I was like, it has to be six weeks because they were so loose and so grown out when I would be coming back into her that like, I was afraid they were going to fall out. Clients will come in and be like, I'm afraid they're going to fall out. And you're like, no, 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 it's fine. But like, I really was. Um, because <laughs> she's like, Hannah, you can use a little more tension. I'm like, I'm yeah, scared. Because they grew out so quickly. But as Hannah put time and effort in, and like, she would listen to my feedback. I'd be like, this bottom row, like it felt like it grew out really fast this time. So. Which a stylist knows what that means. Yeah. So Your hair's she, not growing out different there. It's no. just placement. So she like took that feedback and just every time, like she's still gotten better. Do I still get my hair moved up every six weeks? Yeah. Cause I'm a psycho. Could I go the eight weeks that I tell most of my clients to go to a hundred percent Same. because like it's, it's not growing out how it used to like, cause she's gotten so much better and she's taken that feedback and that, that kind of stuff. And she's tweaked it where a lot of stylists, it's hard to hear that feedback constantly especially from another the, stylist yes. too the first like I would say six months of learning in BR literally every day I would feel like my clients would come in because always every, a bead every single one would have an issue always a bead and you know like after like you feel like you've gotten like just beat with a stick like somebody just comes in like beats you with a stick the whole entire day and then you have to go in and you really do start to feel like you suck you, like you're like you I am really horrible at this do and there really are some do. people who are going to just be like, maybe this isn't for me. Like I have to tap out. Like I, I'm never going to be good at this. I'd say the first year, the first year yeah. of doing extensions, you it fix a bead or a string or a flappy piece every of hair. Every day. It, oh uh, yeah. At least two times a week. If you're working five no, days a week, I at was least fixing it every day. No, I mean, I had stretches where I was, but if you, it if you can't admit that I, I can't, we can't be friends. It took me <laughs> nine months to not want to shit myself every time a client would walk in and sit in my chair. It took me nine months to not be scared. And I would say it took a year for me to completely be confident and stand 100% behind my work. God, extensions are so scary. So like, those are the things that you guys need to consider as clients and as stylists. Like you cannot expect to be good at, at it the first few, like the first few months. And so it's a, important when you're trying to build your clientele Find another Charge stylist accordingly. Here. Yeah. Find another stylist here to do. Find your yeah. sister. Do your cousin's hair. You need somebody that's going to be brutally honest because that feedback is so And who's going to be valuable. forgiving when they're like, okay, 
okay, this bead, it's just this bead is just it's slipping off every day. And you're like, thank yeah. you so much for not hating me and for still believing in me. And for just being willing to like grow because with me. But eventually you also that like, bead won't slip off. Yeah, eventually you'll be good. I, my favorite, one of my favorite stories, one of my clients, um, she lives in Pittsburgh now and she still comes back to Columbus every six, six to eight weeks for her move up appointments. She was I my, noticed, right? she was one of my models. And she, oh, so she's been with you. Oh, she has been with me. And she didn't live in Pittsburgh when I first started doing her hair. She was pretty close. So literally, and I chose her as a model because she had worn tape and extensions because I wanted to see like, what do you feel like the difference is in this for you? But she would literally text me like, I, and she was like, I feel bad. She's like, I had, I'm having this issue or this is happening. I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, like, come in, like, let me fix it. Let me look at it. And she is still my client to this day. And like I said, she comes from Pittsburgh now. She like refuses to go anywhere else, which is super flattering. But, but also scary because you have to know as a stylist too, if your A game isn't brought every single day to work, because Haley and I, we both have, I have clients from Lexington. I have clients from, I have several clients from West Virginia. Like Me too. if I don't show up and do their hair right with every piece of knowledge I have, and they have a problem, it's not, they can't get to me. It's not a quick text like, hey, can I pop in and you check this? It's They're like three, four hours away. Yeah. Hey, I've got to hop a plane. Mm -hmm. Like I, <laughs> so that's, that, that's a good thing for clients to look for too. If, if I guess there's no really way, it's not like people, I mean, you and I aren't super douchey. We don't go around like advertising that we have like out of state clients, but we do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> but and it's very flattering, you guys. We we really love. Yeah, it. it's amazing. Like there's nothing there's there's nothing that feels better when a client's like, "Hey, I'm driving in from Louisville," and you're like, mm. "Okay." You're like, "I guess I'm doing all right." Okay. But it, it does make you sweat a little bit. It more. does because it holds you accountable, and you know that this person chose you for yeah. a reason. I agree. And you have to you have to be consistent. You have to show up a hundred percent. So that's a good thing. I mean, if, if you know a stylist that has a, a nice variety of clients from different areas, that's probably a good sign. Yeah. Um, like, I don't do really friends or family's hair anymore because I don't, I like, my sister's not even my client anymore. <laughs> my sister's in there. My I do my sister's is, highlights. Oh my God. I do my sister's my highlights. Is, and all I want to do is find someone else to do her hair. But that, because it's a hard relationship, because Haley and I have stepped over the threshold from being I'm just a, kidding, like a hobby. You. Yeah, we love you. From being a hobby stylist or somebody who has fun and is just a stylist, Haley and I are business people and like we can't give people discounts, even if it's like somebody we love. So it's just easier not to do your friends and family's hair because like it's hard to say like I can't give you a discount because my time is valuable and I could be putting in a real client here. But it's also hard to say like I can't do your hair. <laughs> I know my mom only gets her hair done every six months, so it's fine. Yeah, my my mom bless her heart. only gets her hair cut. So I always fine. tell people, I'm like, this is not an accurate view of what our relationship is because we both are so tense the whole time. She, I'm doing isn't isn't doing your family and friends hair the worst? It's like serving or bartending with your family. Not it's, not my brothers ugh. and my no, dad. They're bless their hearts. They're actual angels, and and honestly, same with my sister. But my mom, man. She, like, questions everything I'm doing. Oh. Why are you doing that? You didn't do it like that last time. I'm like, how do you remember? It's been six months since you've had your hair done. You don't remember that. <laughs> You're like, I've only done your hair 
six times in your whole life. <laughs> Literally. And she'll be like, are you almost done yet? Why is this taking so long? Oh my gosh. And I had a friend like that too. She would me pat her head. pull my hair out. Yeah, I know. And I'll be like pulling her foot. She's like, ow, ow. Are you this rough on all your clients? It's because like mother. They can't ever on. view you as a professional. It's hard. No, she does. And literally every time she's like, honey, because, you know, you can't charge your mom. She gave you life. So every time she is like, now I don't want to take up time on your schedule. I'm like, it's fine, mom. Like, I would love, I'd be honored to do your hair. And I really am. I love. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Bless her heart. If anybody wants to do my mom's hair, man, call me. If I was in Columbus, I would. (laughs) Dylan, Dylan's in. Dylan uh, agreed. I agree. So um, I, I know we probably started ranting a little bit and got off on a tangent, but. No, we're passionate about this because we're passionate about our work because we've invested a lot of time, money, and emotion I into hate, our work. I hate seeing people feel like they got screwed over. Yeah, that, like they got one so, pulled over Because on extensions are a luxury, but some people sacrifice a lot to have extensions. That's very true. And. It's when, like they're one thing. Yes. You know? And when you're seeing somebody who's sacrificed a lot, tell you, like when you're hearing that conversation of like, yeah, like I'm having issues and she just is like, well, that's basically like, it is what it is. Like I've had multiple people say that to me. I'm like, that sucks. That sucks. Or just people that aren't willing to hear that feedback. Um, or who just it, lied to people. Yeah. You know? So, so just. We got to wrap this up. Yeah. Um, look for good character. Like, I just feel like use your, your human discretion. Yeah. Like we're all equipped with like instincts. So like use it. If you, if something doesn't feel good or if you feel like you can't get like a good answer from somebody or communication is off, like you're just, it might not be a right fit and that's okay. But like, yeah, we know it's hard out there for you clients. If you guys have questions for us. You can always, Haley is shaking her. She's like so mad when I say this. You, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, you can DM the yeah, Nice Hair no, no, Podcast. No, 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 you can, like I get asked all the time for referrals for other stylists. And if I personally know somebody in the city that you are asking me for, I 100% will give you their Same. information. Um, That's what's nice about the the method we were trained in is we have like some OG people that like we've known for two, three years now. And like we yeah. can- solidly say they do wonderful work oh my gosh across the U.S. across the country so yeah we do um I do refer people a lot of times um it just I hate when I don't know somebody because then it is like I'm like I don't know like search local hashtags I guess but that's uh, that's risky Mm -hmm. um so it it is research but yeah I always will refer and I do that very frequently for clients um so yeah if you guys do need a referral send us a message because we we'll try our we best. do yeah we'll try our best and if not one of my things I tell people search MBR and ha- like whatever the hashtag is MBR in your city or your city and MBR if you have Instagram I would suggest you start there and start not, there not and Facebook. then and then just like obsessively stalk yeah like, take a good literally three weeks to just stay up for fifteen minutes every me, night and, and look on your phone agree you'll end up like for three hours it'll turn into yeah, a wormhole but. Let me point out super quick too, and then we'll be done. Um, look at the color blend of the extensions. And a lot of times when you are creeping, it's not going to be the first thing you notice, but pay very, very, very close attention to the color of the natural hair and the color of the extensions. See if you can spot where it ends and where it starts. And if you 
If that's something you can spot, run. Start stalking somebody else. Yeah. Seriously, on. because that is not. so much part of like the extensions being like really good or not. So keep that in mind. Use your eyeballs. Yeah. Do we have we have an email? We do. It, Does anybody email us? No. I feel like if you guys like email us. Yeah. Stuff. I would love that. I check it. Um, I don't check it, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I, I will. Or maybe you could forward them to me. I could. It's nicehairpodcast at gmail.com. It's really so, simple. So, yeah, send us emails if, like, if that's something you guys, if you need a referral, um, that kind of stuff. So, oh, my gosh. I just got an email that, that said, congratulations. So we get stats from our podcast. Nice Hair Podcast is now ranked... 1097 on Apple Podcast yeah. art, art chart, which there's a lot <laughs> of podcasts, guys. <laughs> like, that's not, it says, congratulations, Nice Hair Podcast is charting. So that oh means. Oh my gosh, we're charting. We're making movement. That's fun. Yeah. I was like really hoping we were going to be top 100, but I'll take the top 1100. Yeah. You got to start somewhere. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. So I do you get totally emails, do. but. Um, so email us. Yeah. Whatever you want. Yeah. Email us pictures is extra points if it, there's a dog in it. Or a cat. We take cats too. I don't take cats. I take cats and I check the email. So any animal really. Uh, it, if it's a baby and if it's fluffy, we'll take it. We'll take it. Thanks for listening. You guys are awesome. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.